Ace Podcast. Weird. We got a different setup this week. Why don't you talk into your mic for a change? Uh, why don't you make me? Well, How's that? Is that better? I guess. Yeah, sounds Either better. Way, I mean, I liked it better. I couldn't hear you. Speaking of mics, you know, last week my mic died. My big, expensive mic just stopped working. Yeah. So I had my spare, which I'm using tonight because it sounds fantastic right. compared to the expensive That's mic. That's the same mic I've got. It really is. Yes, yeah, mine's blue. Except mine's cool. Yours cool blue. Mine's... Uh yeah, anyway, black or I, go, I go back to the place where I purchased this this microphone this week. Right. And I said, uh, I bought a, I said the name brand microphone. You're not going to say it now because they're not paying money for it. No, they're it. not. And they wouldn't want to for this. I said, I bought, I bought a name brand microphone and it stopped working this week. Yeah. And the guy said, well, that brand always stops working. And they talked me into it in the first place. They're the ones that sold me this mic. Idiots. So I got I got cheapo here. I don't know what he, I don't even know what brand this is. I think it was twenty bucks on yeah. Amazon. Yeah, yeah, twenty bucks. Working great, like a champ, sounding good. You don't have to if it worked if your mount there worked as good. That'd be helpful. Yeah, my mount's fine. Kind of rolling all over the place. But anyway, you remember we like a little documentary called Spiders Will Eat Your Face. Yeah, we talk about that a lot because we do. We're spider people. I was talking. To we're Mike. not actually spider people. I made that up. Uh, so I was talking to Mike this week, uh-huh. the, the, the guy that produced and, and directed did every, did these uh, did these uh, documentaries. Yeah. And he's he's got a podcast which I didn't know about. Okay, we may link to that. But anyway, from the from the makers of Spiders Will Eat Your Face, they got this they got this animal saga saga. It's saga saga, and it's three films, and it includes the original Spiders Will Eat Your Face, which is great because the one that started it all. It did. <laughs> I don't know if it was the first one or not, but it's my favorite because it's the first one we saw. But it had tarantulas, you know, it's all about tarantulas. Oh, scary. Pet tarantulas. Oh, scary. He had myths surrounding them and all that. But he also has uh, hamsters, the history, which is very interesting. Hamsters that eat your face. Where did hamsters come from? Uh, Peru. I don't know. I, I made it. that up. I don't know. I ain't got a clue. But anyway, it's in the history. In the goldfish bowl, death by glass. So you get yeah, all when they're this. At my house, I've mentioned before. So you get, you get tarantulas, goldfish, and hamsters. All this pet history you can get at Amazon. Just look up Spiders Will Eat Your Face, or you can go to Big Weasel, Lil Weasel. That's Big Weasel, L-I-L Weasel, dot dot club. club. That's yeah. Big Weasel, L-I-L Weasel, dot club. Okay. Did you mention that we're on Periscope right now? I I'm not, not comfortable. You've you got me sitting right next to you, and I don't like it. Let's take a look at it over here. I really don't like even being in the same room with you. <laughs> last, we have, last, we have last two, check, we are the only two people watching. <laughs> we have two people watching. It's us. One is me and one is Craig. Yep. So, but you know what? I'm not complaining. I'm not either. I will. I'll complain about something. Just give me time. Hey, um, you got a big review going on here. Yes. I was excited when How I saw that? this. You may read it. Yeah, would you please? Okay, ready? Yeah, go. It starts off. You know what's titled? What? Great Chemistry and Funny. I love that. Five That's true. stars. Five from star review. Jay Wedbetter. Jay Bedwetter? No, Wedbetter. Wedbetter. Yes. Jay Wedbetter. Yes. And uh, we don't even know this person. No. Yeah. That's what's so well, amazing. You're sort of insinuating that we've known everyone else that's left We don't. We, we've got 60-something reviews okay, now. Okay, honestly, we've we don't got even know two, that many people. Honestly, we've got two people <laughs> watching the Periscope, and they're us. So that tells you a lot about it. So anyway, our good friend Jay Wedbetter said... I stumbled upon this podcast while doing some keyword searches. 
That's probably what he does for a living. He sits around and keyword searches. He's a keyword searcher. He's a keyword searcher. He's a keywordologist. I searched the word weird, and lo and behold, these two guys sound as if they've been friends for many years. Yeah, well, too funny, many. Funny thing about that, Jay Wedbetter. <laughs> too many If you only knew my pain. And the podcast <laughs> is kid-friendly. Very funny. You will enjoy. So please subscribe. Well, thank you, Jay Bedwetter. So nice. I mean, Jay Wedbetter. That was so nice. And if you'd like to hear your review. I was being presumptuous. It might be J.W. Edbetter. You know, it may be. Or J.W.E. But the, be- the, the better. better. The better. <laughs> it's all in good fun, J.D. Bedwetter. I'm just playing. If but you I would, do like that. I like the fact that you took the time to leave us a nice review. Yeah. And the checks in the mail. And if you will leave us a review, chances are you're going to hear it here on the show. Hey, you got tonight's top story, right? Yeah. Top story. Teenage boy lays an egg in front of a baffled... <laughs> group of doctors <laughs> yes a 14 year old boy has left doctors baffled after laying an egg in front of them okay wait a second there's all kinds of mystery surrounding this headline i don't think there is <laughs> but even if he was a a chicken he, he wouldn't be laying an egg unless he was a, a girl chicken a girl chicken yes well i think that we all know probably by the end of the story what's going on okay but okay. we're just going to read it and i'm well, going to read it let's go carefully ahead. unless you've already edited it if it did no i did not edit so you're gonna have to edit on the fly i tried to say edited it it didn't come out very good this is crazy ready a 14 year old boy has left doctors baffled after laying an egg in front of them teenager akmal akmal was supposedly brought to the clinic by his family who claimed he has laid 20 eggs in the last two years. Is the Act Somebody's got a refrigerator. They're going, what's happening to our eggs? Do you ever go to the Act Mall anymore? And get no, I never go to the Act Mall. I, I, I Most of the Act Malls are closed down around here. That's where I get my sneakers. Uh, medics have said it's impossible for poultry eggs to develop inside a human. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, I And unsurprisingly, they suspect the eggs were put there. Akmal from Gawa, Indonesia, has even been x-rayed with his family, claiming this is proof he's telling the truth. No family of no family of Akmal. It proves that there's an egg in him. It doesn't prove that it grew there. Um, his dad, Rusli, oh, Rusli. Rusli, told local media, in two years, he laid 18 eggs and two day, and two day, two today, pardon me. Two, I'm so bad. My eggs. English, I'm working on my English. In two years... He laid 18 eggs and two today. So in total, there have been... Boy, that's my voice. In total, uh, there have been 20. I cracked the first egg and its contents was all yellow, no white. Gross. A month later, I cracked another one and its content was white and no yellow. That's disgusting. A hospital spokesman said, our suspicion is that the eggs were deliberately put there. Um Mm-hmm. But we did not see it directly. The young youngster has been placed in quarantine. Um, okay, keep an eye on him like that. And if he starts laying eggs in quarantine, then we got an issue. Well, basically, they're basically that's what they're saying. They're saying that he's been left in quarantine so doctors can keep a close eye on him. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> Only here on the weird podcast would you hear a, a headline that says, Teenage Boy Lays an Egg in Front of Baffled Doctors. And that's why that's tonight's top story. I don't know what's weirder, that he allegedly laid an egg or that they were actually baffled by it <laughs> i do not know where the egg came from do the trick again <laughs> okay here's a headline for you chevy chase allegedly attacked kicked in the shoulder in an apparent road rage incident did you hear about this no yeah actor uh, legend chevy chase was allegedly attacked during an apparent road rage incident earlier this month where a local new york man kicked chase 
and then was arrested. Oh, that's not right. No, I'd have kicked that's him. That's Chevy. He's a national treasure. No, no, he's he's a national jerk. Well, he uh, might be a jerk, but I'm I'm thinking everybody that's ever worked with him. I'm saying the Chevy though, the the Chevy in in the movie, the, the Clark Griswold. You're talking about Clark Griswold. Yeah, oh, he's a he's a great he's a swell fellow. Yeah, Clark is. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. you know, there's another story with um, the actor. Um, he's not related to Danny Glover, but his name's Glover, who was on Community with him. And they're saying that he was constantly, Chevy was constantly making inappropriate racial jokes and comments and stuff. Dang. And he just shook it off, you know. Yeah. But, but as a normal adult probably would do. Um, but he said that uh, he referred to it as uh, something like Chevy was basically just thrashing around in the water. It was almost like he, instead of graceful, in his, these are his words. He said, in seeing his time has come and gone and not taking it as saying passing the torch that saying he is now at the end of his career career yeah. or whatever and although did you see the saturday night live um when they were inducted into whatever organization recently mm. chevy looked like he's kind of like lost weight again because he was like he, he does he, look he healthier up he looks yeah. a lot healthier now yeah it's true he does. so there's still hope for caddyshack nine well, New no, York really. uh, New York State Police told ABC News that on February 9th, the Caddyshack star, now 74 years of age. He's still young. No, that's not no, young. No, 74 is the new Well, to you, 70, because you're so 70, old. 74 is the new 64. Was traveling near the governor Mario Cuomo Bridge when he was allegedly cut off by another First of driver. all, that's Mario Cuomo. <laughs> Mario Cuomo. Cuomo wrestler. Uh, bridge when he was allegedly cut off by another driver identified by police as Michael Landrio. Michael Landrio. Uh huh. Michael Landon? No, Landrio. That's old man Landrio's boy. Okay. So Chase began to I'm follow the vehicle as well as flash his headlights. So Ch- Chevy Chase was asking for this. He, he got mad. Excuse me, sir. Um, <laughs> police, can I have some road rage, please? Police said in a statement both drivers subsequently pulled over. So the guy's like, all right, you're flashing your lights. I'm pulling over. The, uh, the statement adds that after the two exchanged words, the 22 year old Landrio cursed and then kicked Chase in the shoulder. Man, that's a high kick. He must have really jumped. <laughs> Yeah, um, so Chevy basically messed with the wrong guy. Yeah, apparently. Landrio uh, was arrested and charged with harassment, second degree, and was released on an appearance of a ticket. Uh, He's due back in court March 5th. A request for a comment from Chase's rep was not immediately returned to ABC News, from which we got this story. Uh, Chase has a few projects. He's currently filming or in pre-production for including The Last Laugh opposite Andy McDowell and Richard Dreyfuss. I I hate that because Christmas Vacation... It, I mean, most a lot of his movies are just some like I have the fondest memories of those movies. Caddyshack to me, Caddyshack, um, Golden Christmas Vacation to this day, I can never get enough of it. I got too much of no, it. No, I can't. I got burned I out. Can't, on I it. can't. <laughs> Shush. Those little lights aren't twinkling, Clark. <laughs> I just love that movie, <laughs> and it's sad because it's been thirty years now. Are you happy? Yeah, yeah, I'm happy. Well, you hate you don't like Christmas anyway. I don't like. Hey, Christmas. this just in. Beep 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 beep. Naked man on ATV leads police on wrong way highway chase in Kansas City. What's up with the naked people? You know they keep us in business. Okay, <laughs> a naked man on a yellow ATV led police on a wild chase through Northland for more than an hour Sunday afternoon. The chase began at two twenty p.m. when police investigated a report of a suspicious party, a naked male on an all-terrain vehicle near the eighty-four hundred block. Of of Sam Ray Road. You know Sam Ray Road. Sam Ray Road, yeah. It's um, over there by Walmart. The man was suspected of being under the influence of drugs, police said. The man eluded officers for a while in a field. Uh, and that's really... Is that the whole story, really? No, no. There's a little more. Oh, you're right. Space. There's a little more. Yep. Turn that was page. an accident. Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> he eventually found a break in a fence... 
uh, and led police south uh, towards the regional police academy. The man then circled back and got onto the interstate where he led police south, heading the wrong way in the northbound lane. So what happened? I mean... A naked guy on a four-wheeler. Yeah, but did they catch him? I'm sure they did. How far could he have possibly gotten on that four-wheeler? Farther than a car. I mean, well, he just turned off and go into the woods. But they don't do 100 miles an hour. Those four-wheelers don't go that fast. Yeah, but what I mean, you, they can't curb, they can't crash a uh, four-wheeler either because they'll kill they a guy. Have, I mean, they'll eventually get the guy. No, the guy took uh, off. I don't uh, think... They eventually got the guy. I don't think they got him. Okay, I think fine. he's free. The story is, doesn't say it. So you're saying he's at large and everyone in Kansas City should be afraid. Yeah, yeah there's a naked guy with a four-wheeler. Look out. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm glad that didn't happen around here. You know, before we get to this next headline, we've had a lot of uh, a lot of stuff happen since we've recorded. You know, the Olympics ended. I did not watch any of those, and I love curling. I, I watched curl. I even recorded curling so I could watch it when I got I home actually showed Glenna, who we don't speak of. Um, Poker with a snake. Yeah, I showed her a video um, showing um, the science behind it. And it's crazy, the yeah. science behind curling. Like I love they, curling. They, they, they sprinkle the water on the surface to get the little beaded surface to make it glide. And You got the rock? Yeah, yeah Dwayne Johnson? No, not not the rock. You've got the curling rock. The curling, yeah, yeah I know. The curling stone. Stone, you yeah, the stone. Right. All the stones come from the one little island. Yeah. Hey, yeah. guess what? What? We're still the only two people on Periscope. Well, they'll come and they'll go. Okay. So anyway, we also had another school shooting. It was yeah. terrible. Um Guy shot uh, Nicholas something shot. Don't even don't even need to dignify. But shot and name. killed seventeen people. Seventeen people, and then a lot of uh, wounded still in the hospital. Right. So people are paranoid, you know, and, as as they should be. But this next story goes a little too far, well, and, we're, and our prayers are with the families right. and, and the uh, the people that are still in the this hospital. This goes. Terrible. This go. This this story goes right up there with the kid that bit into his Pop-Tart and played pretended exactly. it was a gun. Exactly. And a this may be even worse. This is dumber. This is dumber. This is like, right. this is literally. <laughs> because you could almost say that a Pop-Tart shaped like a gun is a toy gun, even though it's food. It's a Pop-Tart. Almost. Yes. I'm just saying I could see where somebody could say that. But something on a piece of paper. Headline paper. is. Something on the paper. Students in Louisiana thought the square root symbol looked like a gun police were called now this could either be genius on their part because they don't want to do math <laughs> they got out of school they got out of school <laughs> a discussion among students at oberlin high school in oberlin louisiana about a mathematical symbol led to a police investigation and a search of one of the students homes on the afternoon of february 20th detectives investigated a report of terroristic threats at the school where they learned that a student had been completing a math problem and drawing the square root sign as right. you do when you're completing as you would do if you were using yes. a symbol yes students in the group began commenting that the symbol which represents a number that uh when multiplied by itself equals another number looked like a gun a gun after several you said students it looked like a gun <laughs> after several students made comments along those lines another student said something the sheriff's office said could have sounded like a threat out of context i'm gonna take this square root symbol and i'm gonna shoot you <laughs> What did they have said? I don't know. What could they say? It doesn't about, say here. What could they have said about a draw a line, an oper- operator for Maybe a they mathematical said, equation? Yeah, it looks like the gun I got in my car. I'm going to bring yeah. it back in here or something. A guy comes in with a gun that looks like the square root. 
<laughs> it shoots equal. It's symbols. like the same, the same, yeah, the same guy that printed the, the same guy that created Prince's guitar yeah. made him a square root guitar or gun rather. The police actually searched the student's home where they found no guns or any other not, evidence. But they but found square root symbols found some, everywhere. They found some algebra. Oh my gosh! Authorities also wrote that there was no evidence that the student had any intent to commit harm. The student used extremely poor judgment in making the comment. But in the light of actual circumstances, there was clearly no evidence to support criminal charges, uh, the police department later said, adding that the school board had been contacted to determine any disciplinary action for the student. They probably could have supported the charges with a couple of square root symbols. (laughs) Put them right up underneath there. Yes. Oh, boy. We got a twofer. It's a twofer, Craig. Do you know it? Watch out. Well, there's only one right now. Oh, no, we got 13 viewers now. Well, how about that? 13 viewers. Freak a snake. So. Okay, so. I got to I I say something here about Australia. What? Once this is finally over. No, you go ahead and talk. So. I'm distracted. No, don't be distracted. So, first of all, I turned it way down. Australia used to be our number two market. Yeah. I was looking at the numbers last night, and they changed the number. The, the screen has been changed a bit, and I can't get a real good idea of what's going on. But, best I can tell, Australia, you're slipping. Are they really? You're like three or four now. Your what? numbers are dropping. Do you know who's above them? U.S.? <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, we, we, the, uh, I don't really recall, but I was so traumatized by it because Australia was so close to us. Yes. So, uh, and we've sec- got so many friends there. And the second thing is, and what I also would feel would really help the numbers in Australia is if that dang jar of Vegemite would show up. Ah, oh, Vegemite. You know, we're going to try that Vegemite if Adam really sends it, but uh, it may be caught up in customs. You know, you never know. Adam. Well, you have anything to claim? I got to claim this Vegemite. What happened to Lee? He doesn't say a lot, does he? Adam and DK are the. As a matter of fact, I don't think the website even mentions Lee anymore. I need to ask Adam about. Well, that's that. a awkward, there's a conspiracy. This going. is an awkward place to bring it up. I oh, think. sorry, <laughs> Ace Podcast Network. Anyway, you gonna go with the snake story? Our story continues. A venomous snake turns up in an Australian lunchbox. Well, this really is everyday news. Is it really? Well, no. A venomous snake you in Australia. You take your lunchbox to work. Right. But a venomous... Oh no, it's a child's lunchbox. Know, but a venomous snake in Australia. That's something that's said every day. That is true. Yeah, most of our Australian stories um, have right. something to do with venomous snakes. Right. Or spiders or... Kangaroos. S- kangaroos or something. But anyway, yeah. hey, hey, you want to not pop those? You're, on, you're live. <laughs> or knives. You want to quit popping drugs over there? <laughs> you've got a camera a, on you. say that. A lozenge. It's, it's a lozenge that, <laughs> so just, happens to, that, that just happens to be uh, uh, <laughs> impregnated with uh, nicotine. Okay, so... A lozenge. You ready for this? Yes, I've been ready. A woman, a woman has discovered a highly venomous snake in her child's lunchbox in Australia. That's frightening. The juvenile snake was spot. Well, he should find his parents. If this were China, they would just eat it. Yeah. They, well, you know. No, I haven't got to the end of the story yet. Oh. <laughs> the juvenile snake was spotted in a lid as the woman packed school lunches in Adelaide. Oh, that snake got dangerous. Give here. <laughs> She's Australian, you freak. Yeah, but I was saying if it was in China. That's why I say if it was in China, they would have just eaten it. People here that eat snakes. Yeah, but Chinese, like, they put them in bottles and with liquid. You've been to China a lot, have you? (laughs) 
happen to know a thing or two about China. From what, man versus food or whatever that show is? <laughs> Weird foods. Anyway, the juvenile snake was spotted in the lid as she packed the lunches. Um, uh, this is uh, according to reptile handler it? Raleigh Burl. Where's Raleigh? Adelaide. Adelaide. Yeah. Mr. Burl said he advised her to close the box. Well, he's, he's an expert. <laughs> And take it outside after the woman had called him for assistance. He identified the reptile. You know what she should have hey, done? Go ahead and close, close that lunch, box. Close the lunchbox. Go outside and beat it with a rock. Or douse it with gas. And just set, and it, just on set it on fire. Yeah. We're not snake lovers here. And then go back. And, of course, the kid would have been hungry. But that's okay. He could have gotten to lunch at, you know. Mc, I don't Mc, know. McMites or shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> You know, yeah, that's probably what was in the box to start with. Yeah, shrimp and a baby. He anyway, could have had a blooming onion in there for all we know. He identified the reptile as an eastern brown, one of the most uh, oh, world's the most venomous snake. snakes. That's the one we talk about all the time. Not really what you'd expect to see if you a child if a child ate the fruit. Mister Burrell wrote on Facebook. <laughs> if what? what in the world does that even Not mean? Not really what you expect to see when you check if your child ate their fruit. <laughs> Mr. Burrell wrote on Facebook. Oh, okay. He said the snake was removed without incident. Mr. Burrell even said, or said even juvenile snakes had dangerous venom. I've heard that they're, they're more. worse. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Uh, it's very lucky that she spotted the snake, mate. Uh, <laughs> little kid would not even feel the bite from something so small. Oh, would just kill news. it dead instantly. Yeah, it that's not. Say, a, it didn't actually say that's that. That's not a snake. That's not an apple. <laughs> headline is eerie woman i wonder if this is like an eerie yeah, woman she's very creepy <laughs> woman from eerie charged with shooting brother an argument over tv volume okay. now i remember this argument growing up we had this argument turn it up turn it down your brother probably just took your tv my brother probably did yeah an eerie woman is heading to prison tonight. there's a lot of eerie women in prison yeah i wouldn't know you spend a lot of time in female prisons i know a thing or two about female prisons and snakes in china <laughs> yes an eerie woman is heading to prison tonight after police say she shot her brother in an argument that escalated over the volume of the television. The shooting. Hey, before we read, what do you want? To, what were they watching? What do you think? Cops. I bet it was cops. I hope so. I don't know. We'll see. The shooting happened just after nine thirty. Something's going to tell. Uh, Sunday morning. But th- nowadays, you can find cops on just about any time. You can find a cop anywhere. No, on TV, the show, Bad Boys, what you going to do? If I need something, I don't want a cop that's on TV. I want Area a cop police, that's in the neighborhood. Area police officers arrested 50-year-old Sandra Hobson. She, you're older than she is. I am not. You are. You're older than me, old man. I am not. Liar? Barely. You're older. A week. Liar. <laughs> Sandra Hobson on charges including aggravated assault, simple assault, reckless endangering, a firearms violation and disorderly conduct. She's going to be in the in the old pokey for a while. Stony Lonesome. Yeah, the big uh, gray bar motel. Mm-hmm, big house. Yeah. Police uh, tell us as the argument escalated, the woman's brother, 62-year-old Edward Hobson, older brother, big brother. We yeah. both have them. You know what? I almost understand what she was going for here. Yeah. You know, she, older brother. You know, did you ever think about, you know, taking a shot I never thought about taking a shot. I, well, no. No, I never thought about shooting Alan. Anyway, uh, Edward hit her with his cane and ran out of the house. Hey, turn the TV up. He's one of those taser canes. Have you seen those? <laughs> yes, They're awesome. I, get, I, don't, awesome. I don't even need a cane yet, but I want to I wanna have one of those. Investigators say, say that uh, they shade? Sandra followed. She took chase. She took chase. She took chase, firing multiple shots from a twenty-two caliber handgun. All over the TV volume? <laughs> one of those shots hit him in the leg. I don't know. Maybe that was because he hit her with this cane. Which, if we had video of this, we'd be golden. Oh, my gosh. Sandra Hobson was arraigned this afternoon and is being transported to the Erie County Prison with a... Everything's creepy there. $50,000 uh, cash 
bind. All right. You know what? This next one yes. is disgusting. Why, why do you say that? You could, you've never even had one. I'm not going to. I know a thing or two about <laughs> Okay, go ahead. I don't want to you mess up your headlines. in China. <laughs> prison and apparently about giant 600 pound whatever this is <laughs> not 600 pounds <laughs> flaming hot cheeto donuts yeah it might as well be a 600 pound donut because i'm not eating it i don't care why you wouldn't try it if it was a like a crispy cream donut that was 600 pounds no you wouldn't try this isn't a 600 pound i know idiot. but it sounds more exciting if i say it's 600 pounds all right so here's the you deal you can't just change the headline michigan bakery sells 600 plus Flaming hot Cheeto donuts in two hours. Send me one. I'll eat it right That's now. Disgusting. How do you know you Grand haven't even rapids. tried one? I, because donuts and Cheetos don't go together. Flaming hot Cheetos go mutual, with everything. We have a mutual friend who I still make fun of him. One one of the first times in like uh, just before high school. Sometime we were we were young teenagers and back in the eighteen hundreds. And he um, he walks out. He's a, he's getting a snack at his house. Right. Yeah. He comes back in the room. One hand is a slice of cheese, and the other hand's a pop tart. <laughs> I'm like, what is wrong? Now, with if it was an apple pop tart, it wasn't an apple pop tart back then. It was the classics. That was all, all you had was strawberry and chocolate. And, yeah, yeah. Anyway, despite despite uh, despite d- doubt and skepticism from uh, from many, it appears that a Grand Rapids bakery donut experience is a rousing success. Yes, there were mixed reactions when the donut conspiracy. That's a donut for this show. <laughs> It's a conspiracy um, donut. Announced that it was releasing a flaming hot Cheeto donut for one day only. However, however, out but, however, after more than six hundred of the cheesy creations were sold in less than two hours, it's hard to argue that the idea wasn't a good one. Thank you all. For, why is he talking like Bill Clinton? I don't know. <laughs> I did not all. have hot Cheetos. <laughs> I did not have hot Cheetos. <laughs> Thank you all for our with spicy my, with donut that fans. donut. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks all for the all of our donut fans for stopping in and for our daring new donut. I want one. The business wrote on Facebook over the weekend, the donut conspiracy, which opened in October 2016, decided to release the donut after numerous people said they would try it on Facebook. Absolutely. Well, what they, how do you get try it on Facebook? Listen to listen to how delicious it sounds. The unique concoction consists of a plain yeast donut topped with melting pepper jack cheese. Uh, let's see. A Velveeta cheese drizzle. Yeah. And crumbles of a fiery, okay, a now, fiery see, that snack. That doesn't even sound good to me. A limited number of flaming hot Cheetos, uh, flaming, it says flaming hit Cheetos here. That's what they are now. Um, <laughs> it's true. We're available, but based on the response, there's a chance they could make another appearance in the future. Okay, so to me, it, doesn't, it doesn't sound as disgusting because apparently it's not sweet. See, to me, it it's doesn't sound p- as good because it's not sweet. I, I, I would no. like to have a donut sprinkled with flaming hot Cheetos. You I could throw a donut into that intersection. <laughs> You'd go in between cars to get the donut. Here we are at Lee Berry Studios. There's a big intersection right outside. I bet if I could put on camera right now, throw a donut in that intersection, he would dive for it. <laughs> it had to be a fresh one. It could be an old one. <laughs> I could just tell him it was a St. Patrick's Day when that's why it's green, and he would still go for that's it. That's not true. It's now, if it's Krispy Kreme, that's Krispy, just Mike. Krispy Kreme green? Krispy Kreme. Headline is panicked. United passengers pops chute uses emergency exit. Not parachute, by the way. No, no, he doesn't pop a parachute. He pops a chute uses emergency exit inflatable slide to get off the plane at the Newark airport. This is uh, a story you sent me a few days back and made me laugh. This is this is this is pretty good. Good. A United Airlines flight from New Jersey to Tampa was unable to take off on time Sunday evening after a passenger escaped the plane by opening the emergency exit door and jumping off using the inflatable slide. 
United Airlines Flight 1640 was parked at the gate of the Newark Library International Airport when the passenger popped the chute and slid down, according to the law enforcement sources. What's wrong with this guy? When when officers got to the scene, <laughs> wing, ging, ging, ging. when officers got to the wing ding, wing, ging, when ging, officers ging. got to the scene, the panicked passenger was yelling that he didn't belong on the plane because it was the wrong flight. He didn't. So the guy got on the plane he thought was his flight. Now somebody should have figured this out too because. They scan your ticket, you know, as you're, as you're getting on the plane. Right, right. Something should have kicked. Or maybe he maybe he was on the right flight and just thought he was on the wrong flight because somebody was joking with him saying, maybe no. he was supposed to get off when they well, landed somewhere. We're going to Timbuktu is where we're headed or something like that. Or he's just dumb. Could be. Yeah, it could just be that. So uh, despite the claim that he was on the wrong flight, Port Authority said he was ticketed to be on the plane to Tampa. So he was on the, he was on the flight he had the ticket for, whether it was right one or not. Well, I guess, I don't know. So that clears up my problems. Officials identify- There's not enough hours in the day to clear up your problems. <laughs> Officials identify the passenger as Troy Fatten. That one right there is a Fatten, isn't he? What are you doing? Oh, thank you. Hey, I can actually see the now soundboard see, today. There, there's advantages here. Yeah. Okay. He was placed under arrest. Charges are pending. It wasn't immediately clear if he had an attorney. Doesn't everybody? Do you have an attorney? No. I don't either. I know an attorney. I know a few. The flight was de- uh, delayed. Should. The flight was delayed for more than five hours. I wonder how long it takes to roll that slide back up and get the door all set. I'm sure they probably don't just do that. They have to have somebody come out and actually probably. You think maybe they put an install it's like, like when an airbag new, goes off. They probably you can't have to put it back in. I don't think you roll that thing back up. Oh, he's in trouble then. The flight was delayed for more than five hours. Witnesses John O'Malley. Darn it. <laughs> Quit playing with the soundboard. I'm going to take it away. No, you're not. Witnesses John O'Malley, a passenger on the plane that was delayed, said all the passengers safely disembarked the plane after the unusual incident. Well, why wouldn't they? I wonder how many of them went down the slide. I mean, it's already there. It's already open. I, if I was on that plane and that guy's going to get in trouble and the slide's open, I think I'd have to beg him to let me just ride down the I, slide. I'm taking line. it. I want to I'm go taking the slide, the slide yeah. You're going to take, take the slide? <laughs> That's, I'm taking that exit. Unless they say, you do that, buddy, you're going to get arrested. And then you do it anyway? No, I wouldn't do it then. I don't want to be arrested. Was that it? That's it. That's, that's all it. That's all those hey, guess what just came in? Beep, 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 beep. This just came in. It doesn't really fit, but why not? This isn't a KFC. Okay, you do not know how to use this thing. What? What? It's got chickens? That was a, That's not necessarily a KFC. That is officially the KFC. Yeah, but you can use it. It's got chickens in it. This is a chicken story. Chicken in this room with me. <laughs> Two arrested after officer finds seven chickens in a backpack. Wait, so is that illegal? I guess it is. Animal cruelty, brother. Two people were charged overnight with stealing chickens from a local farm in Seekonk. Seekonk? Seekonk. Seekonk, Massachusetts. After police stopped their vehicle and found the chickens in a backpack in a post on their Facebook page, Seekonk police said they recently had reports chickens and ducks were being stolen from local oh farms. My. They said... I see what you did there. Um, they said last night an officer on patrol noticed a suspicious vehicle uh, near a farm around 1 a.m. It's because it had a big chicken on top of it or something. Hey, there used to be an El Camino drove around Hendersonville with a giant chicken on it. Thanks. That's a really, really good story. Really good story. What are you doing? What are you looking for? Darn it. So... In a post on their Facebook page, they said they received... You don't know how to use the soundboard. You're, you, you're not licensed Anyone that. that listens to the show knows you really don't know how. This is the good one right here. Anyway, so... I like being over here. I can turn that off. In a, okay, so they said all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. They noticed a suspicious uh, 
chicken car with a farm or something. I don't know. Police say the officer encountered a male and female in the vehicle. That suspicious vehicle we talked about. The one with the chicken? Yes. Uh, the vehicle had several chicken feathers throughout <laughs> and a backpack in the back seat that appeared to be moving. <laughs> they were going, I'm sorry, <laughs> officer, not me. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the backpack appeared to be clucking. They said the officer saw a feather and then a whole chicken wing poke through an opening in the backpack. When the officer opened the backpack. You think the he, chickens thought, we're saved, I hear cops. We're out of here. Make noise. Um, he found seven chickens inside when he opened up the backpack. The chickens appeared to be unharmed and were returned to their owner. Wait, who were the, how'd they find the owner? Well, they were at the barn. They, oh, they were at the oh barn. okay. Here's your chickens. The two suspects were charged with larceny and animal cruelty. Is it animal cruelty to put them in a backpack? What, the, what it's Seven? Like a, well, it's like a Gucci bag or something. No, it's a backpack. But it was a Gucci backpack. Well, my camping backpack could hold seven comfortably. But if they're comfortable. Yeah. Hey, it's Metalhead just walked by. <laughs> it's, it's Front Diva walking up, just trying to disrupt. Oh. Anyway, they were, they, were, they were like, you know, whatever, and they don't have their names or they're not being released. They're not telling us who they were. I have been waiting for this next story all episode long. All right. I am thrilled to have this headline is, Mullet Fest crowns Shane Shag Hanron main man with waistline proud mullet wearers from across australia mate we know a we know a, a proud mullet wearer do oh we do yeah, yeah oh raj raj roger the dodger anyway honey well, we weren't moving it that static wouldn't have happened would it <laughs> you moved it not me you moved it around so i couldn't hit the button and proud mullet wearers from across australia have converged on a country's on the on a country pub in NSW's Hunter Valley to crown the champion of the infamous hairstyle. You ever had a mullet? Did you say infamous? Infamous. Infamous. In- infamous. Infamous. Saga. <laughs> McDonald's. You, ever, you ever, ever had a mullet? You said pitcher before. <laughs> I've never had a mullet. I've I had ac- long hair. Back in the 80s, I accident. This is an accident. This is, Don't tell no, me no. This is, this is honest to goodness truth. I got my hair cut. And I looked in the mirror and I went, oh my gosh, what have I, I, and I realized I didn't know it was called a mullet at the time. I knew it looked like a redneck. Sorry, Roger. I'm, he probably take that proudly. Though. He would. I, um, I thought, I, I didn't know. And I was like, what did I, oh no, what have I done? And I immediately got it, my hair cut. No, you didn't. Yes. I want to walk around with a mullet. Now I have, we had friends that rocked them all the time. There were bands and stuff. And, <laughs> yes. Mullets but, aren't that bad. Well, no. they know they are now. They were bad then. Eh, I don't know. You never had a mullet. You had like a hair helmet. You, you when you were in high school, you weighed like forty pounds. I wrestled you were at ninety eight. Ninety eight pounds, and your hair looked like it was a looked like a cotton it's swab. Pretty, it's pretty you big hair. You looked like a Q tip. It's pretty big. Your hair. body was the Q tip with that puff of cotton on top. Hey, speaking of classic hair, big hair is making a comeback. I've still got my hair. <laughs> I'm talking about big, big hair of the 80s. I'm saying I still got my hair. A lot of people losing their hair. <laughs> I got hair too. Eh. But big hair, I'm, I say bring it back. I proudly welcome but it But I'm back. saying I still get, you know, my hair now that it's gray. Yeah. It's crazy. So if I wake up in the morning, sometimes my hair gets too long. I wake up looking like Doc Brown from Back to the Future. Because <laughs> it's like, it goes nuts because it's wiry now. It's not straight like it used to be. Like, Marty. Can I yeah. get back to the story now? Hundreds sure. of people made the journey to Curry Curry's Clemsford Hotel on Saturday for the inaugural Mullet Fest, a celebration of the fest. classic 1980s hairstyle. A victor was crowned in five categories. Best every day, Ranga, that's red hair, a red hair mullet, Junior, Grubby, and Ladies Mullet. You're Grubby. <laughs> Is that the one you're going for? Ladies Mullet. For those winners, 
a best of the best winner emerged. So it's best of show. This Shane Shag Hanrahan of nearby Denman got best of show. This is in Australia, huh? He said, this is the first trophy I've ever had. He said it like that. Hmm. He said he after drinking Jim Beam for, from a silver cup. So he, he was, I guess that's the, like, uh, the Stanley Cup. You know, they all drink out of it. You're struggling to get your point. Oh, let's call the, uh, I got a pop-up there that I don't know what it's from. From those winners, the best winner was Shane Shag Hanrahan, as I said. Shane Shag. And he said, this is the first trophy I've ever had after drinking uh, Jim Beam from the Silver Cup. I can't believe it. Anaran, whose waist-length mullet has gone uncut since 1986. That's bad. (laughs) And his wife, Julie, who is a hairdresser. Kentucky Waterfall. He's married to a hairdresser. She should know better. (laughs) She's the one that signed him up for the festival. He celebrated the win by leading the band... The Stunned Mullets. You, you got all their albums? The I Stunned got, Mullets? I got all their album. In a rendition of Dirty Deeds by ACDC. But, Craig, this, this competition was not without controversy. It's got controversy. It's controversy. Controversy. Controversy, controversy. swept through the pub after judges failed to give crowd favorite Victorian potato farmer and coal miner Lori Manuel a place in the finals. You get up on stage and you think you're tough with your mullet. Auburn everyday mullet contender Brad McMillan said... But when I look at Lori, all I feel is envy. That's a mullet. That's a mullet. Yeah, that's a mullet. But Manuel, who flew his luscious hair from Gippsland to Curry Curry, said he was just happy to be a part of the festival. I just want the young guys to get inspiration from me, he said. Even something. Even though you're 60 years old. Oh, no. You can still have a really good mullet. Any young guys get started yesterday, get a mullet and keep it going. We want to see you next year. That's what he said. What part of Australia was he from? He was from Australia. What part? Over there. Maybe yeah. <laughs> down under. Maybe it was time. Uh, maybe it's his time down on the farm or down in the mines. But Manuel said he thinks dust is the key to a good mullet. He good said dust. what? He said dust is the, is the key to a good mullet. Huh. He said he wished his sons sporting mullet wigs to support their dad had followed in his footsteps. It's the family pride, his son Paul said. Dad wears the, the... They all sound the same over They here. all do sound they the same. They got the same voice. They're from that weird part of Australia. Dad wears the mane of the family. It's like a lion's mane. It's a symbol of his life, and it's been around all his life. And I haven't even grown one just yet, but before you put... Just, the, but, yeah, but... Before you put the last nail in my coffin, I'll have a mullet, just like the old man. No, oh, man. And, that's, that's you know what? You know what? We've got a top ten list to go with that story, by the way. It's the Mark Patch Top Ten. Top ten names for mullets. I love these. I love a good mullet name. And one of my favorite didn't make the list. It's when you've got, you know. Like Party in the front. You're balding a little bit. Oh, yeah, skullet. The skullet. The skullet and is if, good. if an African-American has one, it's called the brolet. I haven't heard that. But the brolet, sc- You know who's yeah. got a really serious skullet? Is Greg uh, Greg Nicotero? Uh, so does Riff Raff from uh, Rocky yeah, Horror. Greg Nicotero, you know, he's he's uh, been around forever. Special effects guy. Yeah, he's a producer of Walking Dead. That guy's got a serious skullet. Does he? Starts about halfway nice. back his head. I love. He it. Goes down his back. Well, the number ten top ten name for mullets: Ape Drape. You ever heard that? No. Ape Drape. Yeah, just now. Yeah. Number nine: Business in the front, party in the back. That's the classic. That is the that classic. Is classic. I like number eight. <laughs> number eight's good. The Camaro cut. That, 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 <laughs> that. What was the movie? The guy from uh, Saturday, David, uh, 
from Saturday Night Live. Oh, Lotta. Joe Dirt or Joe Dirt. That's, um, a, that's a mullet. Camaro cult, that sort of encompasses but, everything about people we went to school with. Yes, it does. <laughs> okay, I don't know what number seven is, but it's funny. Top ten names for mullets. A Canadian passport. <laughs> I haven't heard that one. <laughs> uh, number six, top ten name for mullets, Coop Longville. What does that mean? I don't know. Is it Coop DeVille? It's yeah. Coop Longville. I don't like that one. Number five. El Camino. <laughs> oh, he's got the old El Camino down El Camino. there. <laughs> Number four, a personal favorite of mine, the Arkansas Waterfall. I've always heard Kentucky Waterfall. Yeah, I think it goes both there. Number three, the Missouri Compromise. <laughs> <laughs> Missouri Compromise. <laughs> Oh, man. Hey, number two doesn't make any sense. I've heard this one. The Tennessee Top Hat. And the number one top ten name for mullets, the number one on the list, Achy Breaky Bad Mistake. That's <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> Arkansas Waterfall is probably my favorite of those. All right, thanks for listening. Episode 153 is in the books, Craig. It is. It's in. We don't have a book. Oh, well, we should write one. Nobody would. Nope. Nobody was watching us on Periscope, so why would they want to read your book? <laughs> Thanks to Mark Pax. It's not a pack. Thanks to Randall. Who's a new dad again? Randall is a new dad. Congratulations to Randall. I hope you get some sleep. I need to hear over this music. Oh, there he is. <laughs> Congratulations, Randall. And kid number two? Yep, that's right. And he posted one of the best photographs I've ever seen of a new, of a new brother. That's all that. Awesome. Yeah, we were boring, everybody. All right, tune back in. It's so loud. We'll be back with you. That's not a bullet. That's an Arkansas waterfall. <laughs> this is a serious compromise.